Thought Cops, the only podcast where every week we police the mean streets of the internet because, hey, somebody's got to do it. And then we let you be the judge, the jury, and the executioner in the court of public opinion. Coming to you live from Neo Chicago, I'm Officer Kevin. And I'm a big gay Okerson from the podcast Legion of Gays. What is this Legion of Gays thing you've been doing on the last? Like, this is like going to isolate so many (laughs) listeners who don't know what that is and think you're being homophobic. No, I'm not. The good one. What is it? I don't know, man. You're doing a Legion of Skanks thing. And I'm like, okay, he's just going to name off the people who are. Louis Gay Gomez. Uh Right, and Big J Okerson big, big is Big Gay I see what Who's, you did there. There's a third guy, right? What's the third? There's I, a third guy. I don't know, man. A uh, legion. We'll save for the uh, next episode. You're, you're, oh, okay. Well, yes. Tune in for the next episode of Thought Cops to find out who the third guy of Legion of Skanks is. Hey, go ahead and stop listening now. Yeah. Wait, no. <laughs> don't bother. Joke's no, over. Hit the Fuck play button it. again. Pick up the episode. Do not stop listening. No. I know where you live. He does. It's it's in the uh, it's in the IP address. That's right. That you're currently. Let's give a thank you to a guest from last week, Anime Serbia. Thank you, Serb. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast. <laughs> and let's give a warm welcome to a brand new guest to the show. I'm talking about Luke Flip. Hey guys, great to be here. Hey, How are what's you, up? Luke? I'm ready to talk about things that I hate. The <laughs> Legion of Skanks? I don't know what that is, Man, maybe. but I, I, pr- I would probably hate them. Again, also isolating the guests. <laughs> That's just great. Yeah. But you know what? Um, let's get right to it. Let's get to uh, brass tacks. Uh, Luke, you are the co-host of the great kaiju-themed podcast, Podzuki, which has been coming up quite a bit on this show recently. Wow. We've had your co-hosts, Brandon Kirkman and Martin Felschman, on this show several times, and now we finally got the great Luke Flip on, and just in time, too, because I had an episode that released a few weeks ago, and just today, as of this recording, a brand new episode dropped. I'm looking at my podcast app, and it's like, special guest grant mooney oh, they I my episode? Yeah. yeah we've had both of you on at least twice now i think yes yes uh, i believe uh friend of the show nico's been on uh got aaron klopfer uh i mean just uh, uh tristan smith a lot of a lot of great folks you've heard on this very show have also been on podzuki when we come on for the third time uh what's the gimmick do, do we move up in rank no 
Wow. <laughs> they don't have they don't have a confusing lore like we do. I don't even a know. A lore, lore that not even you and I can keep track of. <laughs> yeah, well, well yeah. people actually listen to you guys. We're just having fun. I listen to you guys. <laughs> yeah. I listen to the episode that Grant's on. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. I, I like I love I love the program. It's a lot of fun. And the hosts, you can't beat the host because you guys are hilarious. Three men that just make tickle me with laughter. Oh, uh, you. but you, you know, can't beat the host because you want to smooch them all on the mouth. I know. It's so fucking distracting. Consensual. Back when you used to be able to do that. <laughs> back in the that's right, back right. when podcasters were podcasters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What happened to this fucking country? Right. Uh no, but I want to say just to give a quick uh brief rundown. Again, it's a kaiju themed podcast where you talk about uh you know movie monsters such as Godzilla, King Kong, Anton Chigur. Uh, let's, you know, what did you guys, I, I, I briefly, uh, took a peek at the episode today that Grant was on. What movie did you guys review? Uh, oh, Robot Jocks, right? And that was the episode. Yeah, Robot Jocks. Okay. I had to rack my brain. Yeah. Robot Jocks. It's a, it's an 80s Robot movie. About, I've never heard of it until the episode. It's about giant robots that fight, but yeah. People in the chat seem to know what it is. Uh, Slime, it's, the garbage man, says love that movie. It's like I think the same guy that did Reanimator, yeah, right? It's totally that guy because Jeffrey Combs yeah. even shows up as a background character, not a main character, unfortunately. I, I could I could watch Jeffrey Combs read the phone book. He's so good. Well, hey, for those of people who are listening and going, oh, I know what that movie is. I know what that movie is. Go ahead and check the episode out. It sounds like you're going to get a kick out of it. Yeah, come on, listen to it. Do it after this one. Put Again, it in do your not ears. hit pause. Do not hit stop. I will come to your fucking house. <laughs> Break down your door. Um, but let's move on though. Uh, we've been streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash thought cops. We may be updating the schedule coming up. Um, I, I we you know, we've been talking. The people I think want to be out and about, and uh, you know, we're still gonna be streaming. I think that the dates and times may be changing soon. So stay tuned. We're <clears> gonna <throat> give you all guys all the updates. Uh follow us on twitch.tv slash thought cops and follow us on social media. Uh Twitter at Real Thought Cops, Instagram at Thought Cops. We'll keep you guys updated on what's going on with that because um the tangent into uh, you know, some other things, we are doing more live shows coming up. Um, we're, you know, trying to get out there and do some different kind of stuff. So that's, we're just trying to re- figure out how to best focus our efforts as the world is changing as once again. Turns. Yes. So yeah, just stay tuned. Uh, obviously we'll keep doing this show every week, so, um, that's not going to change. I uh, got a lot, of, but you know what? Exciting things on the horizons. Uh, that's going to be cool. Yeah. Um, and of course, you can always subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. Just uh, go on YouTube.com and search search for Thought Cops. You'll find it pretty easily. I have faith in you. Hey, I we we, we got to hit that thousand subscriber mark on YouTube. Yeah. I think that's the next big goal. I think so. Get a thousand subscribers. You get a, a, a thousand subscribers. It's for... every, your your life becomes better. Your acne clears up. It, it, uh, how many subscribers do you have to have before they start sending you those plaques? I think a hundred thousand, at least a million. Dude, we can get there. Let's get one of those. (laughs) Dude, I I can't remember if I've said this on the show. I probably said this last episode. I can't remember. But you look at the quartering has a million subscribers. We can easily get 10 million subscribers. I don't want to shout this person out because it's actually a really shitty story. But there is a certain YouTuber I like 
who was just about to get one of his, uh, I think it's the platinum plaque or something for YouTube. Right. And someone contacted YouTube pretending to be him, got the plaque shipped to their house. And he was like, I just wanted to give it to my parents. <laughs> and now I can't get it because somebody called up, pretended to be me and got my silver plaque. This is like the oh, third biggest company. The Google. The guy wanted to give it to his parents. I thought the guy who like stole it wanted to give it to his parents. Like they're not really I mean, into YouTube. Too, I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. It's like my parents just like shiny stuff. Yeah. You mean this is the third biggest monopoly on the face of the, the planet. And they, they got a phone, they got a prank phone call. They couldn't even ask for like the last four of your social just in case. Hey, the keyword there is monopoly. Oh they don't have to give a shit when you're the only game in town. That's, that is true. Well, they don't have to do anything, but they do anyway. You could, they, it's disappointing. You know, it's disappointing news to hear as someone who's not even involved. Just the idea that it can happen for some, from somebody so big. I'm dumbfounded. It sucks, man. Um, so yeah, let's, let's let that happen. Let's get to a million subscribers and somebody can call in and pretend to be me and we will never get our prize. <laughs> there we go. That's a, a nice, I think a nice modest goal to hit as well. I already know what my two minutes of hate this week is going to be. You want to go first? Just, just that. <laughs> you I first. sentence yeah. YouTube is fucking get some quality control over there. You idiots. You buffoons. God damn. You goons. Well, not to not to chomp on the bit. You actually took a bite on the microphone. I yeah, like man. that. I like the commitment there. I, mean, hey, I don't I'm vaccinated. I don't think it, well. I can do it now. That's true. You can bite. Yeah. On, you can bite whatever you want. That's pretty cool. Speaking of biting, uh, two minutes of hate. Very famous. Very frantic. Very uh, crazy. What the hell am I saying? It's a very integral part of this very show we do it every is. week. It's all the annoying random crap that we see on the internet every single day. So, Grant, you went first. Um, oh, I was kidding, but go, no, no, go you ahead. Went. You you can... You, you went. I, honestly, I'm fine with it. I didn't have one this week anyway. Well, there you go. Right. Uh, I'll go then. Uh, my two minutes of hate is the fucking municipal system that is the city of Chicago. Just the city of Chicago is your two minutes of hate. No, just the... the so, okay, long story short, I had a very crazy day today. I, I I moved this past week. I parked on a street that I have parked on many, many times before, and I'm on my lunch break, and I have this thought, and I'm like, you know, <laughs> just this is crazy. What if my car is not going to be there? You know, I better look just in case. And I'm walking by, and I'm like, you didn't sure? need the car. You're just like, let me just check and see. Exactly. Uh, yes, I did not need it for it to drive anywhere in the moment. So I'm walking around, and I'm like, pretty sure I parked it here. I'm probably going crazy. Take out my key fob. I'm hitting that red button, the alarm, and nothing's going off. Nothing's going off. Okay, that's weird. Maybe it's the further block over. I'm walking. I'm like, I don't think I see it. I'm hitting that button, and I'm like, I'm not hearing anything either. I'm like, no, but I'm pretty sure I did park here, and I'm peeking around the block. I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, uh, what the fuck? And I start to get frantic, and <laughs> I'm running around my neighborhood with my key fob, like repeatedly hitting the alarm button, right. waiting for any, hoping to God I would hear the sirens going off in my car. Nothing. And I'm like, no, I am, like, I made a mental note. I'm like, just, you know, I parked in a different spot. I'm like, it's across from this park that I, you know, know it's right here. I'm like, it's not fucking here. Right. What the fuck? And then I'm like, okay, 
who do I call first? Because this has never happened to me before. So I call the uh, Ghostbusters. Do you like that joke? <laughs> no, I did call them. Yeah, and they were like, I liked it. Yeah, we typically Thanks, typically do specialize in the supernatural. Don't know why you're <laughs> calling us. Um, this is not funny. Right. Fuck off. And they hung up on me. So then I call I call the uh, the local police station, the actual coppers, and they are like, oh yeah, let me like let me run your plates, give them the plate number. And they look it up and they're like, yeah, we don't see anything here. It probably got stolen and it probably won't be able to find it if it was basically. Thanks, cops. So I'm um, like, uh, let's okay. give them more money. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, you sure? Sh- I'm like, you sure that it's not and like, no, if it got towed, it would have been here. I'm like, well, I think maybe my license sticker was might have been expired. I was going to get renewed. Like, no, they would have called. They would have filed a report within a couple hours. I'm like, but I just left it there. Like it was literally like less than a day. Right. And there was plenty of other cars. It's a, kind of a busy street too sure so i was surprised i'm with you and then i'm like oh fuck and i'm like I fi- i'm calling all around to different impound lots no one has it they're like yeah it probably got stolen i'm like are you fucking kidding me and i'm like this is the worst so i'm like have to look around look around and everyone's telling me it's stolen it's like they're like yeah they're like the cops are like yeah you know it's pretty easy to steal cars these days and really all, all you have to do you can just how you know but it's like I, it's thanks police for telling me how to do crime let me run you through the steps of how you how you steal a car yeah exactly it, it just was like god it, it would just i mean i know it's like i mean it's i know it's not easy to find a missing car like it's they they don't have you know i don't i don't know exactly how that would work but still it's like just okay this just sucks so then i'm turns out and again this this is information that should have just been in the system which is somewhere because a like my car any system there okay so my car was apparently um there's a water line that they had to work on and they parked it like my my car is parked there and they just decided to move my car a half a mile away didn't tell me didn't say shit and the 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 city doesn't have it on record like i mean like this you know the the police and they're telling me like no if it's not there it's stolen they didn't even consider the idea that this is a possibility i had to just like well, they're rack tired my, they're lazy yeah, i had to rack my brain thinking of other possibilities of what could have happened and eventually thank god it was like i found out that I guess they can just move your car wherever they want to. Not even an impound lot. They just just move your car. They just pulled it away oh, yeah. like that a half a mile away around a, a random ass block. And then I I found it in the system that way, which again, the the uh, impound lots had no access to this information. The police that they told me to call again when I kept going back and forth, back and forth. All these numbers were like, call this number. OK, they'll call this number back and forth. And again, no one had the bright idea just to you keep track of this or tell me the right people to call. And it was extremely stressful. And it's like, yeah, it's like, thankfully I'm in a position where I was like, I mean, I guess I, like I had to like rationalize it in my head. I'm like, well, I do live in a city. It's like, I guess I don't need a car, but it's like, it wasn't a good feeling to feel that your car was stolen. That's one of the reasons you don't want to own a car in the city. <laughs> I guess, but it's like, that's not really like... I mean, I had my bike stolen, and it's like, you, you just what? I Just no transportation? Just assume that you can't transport yourself anywhere because you live right, in a city? Right, but a bike's not like $10,000 or whatever, however much a car costs. And I, I and it's like, I you know, I, I don't need one here, but it's like, I do tend to like like to go on drives out of the city or like you know grant you know we will drive up to when it's happening madison wisconsin exactly what i was gonna say shrek fest if that were a thing or different other like we can film (laughs) stuff and like again like 
I've been talking about doing live shows and tours in different cities. Hey, that wouldn't be able to fucking happen if my car had gotten stolen. Right. So, you know, again, thankfully found it, but it was such a very, very frustrating and stressful situation where I just like, I remember texting you. I'm like, lol, my car got stolen. This sucks. So again, happy to have found it, but my two minutes of hate is whatever fucking database just put it all in a one like if you are going to keep track of cars that are getting moved don't just say it got stolen and talk about how easy it is to steal cars if hackers if hacker oh, movies man. in the 80s had a database where you could just do a, a little bit of this and then just it it popped up somewhere then we can have this in the year 2021 you know <laughs> And it's like, oh my god! And it, like, thankfully, there was nothing really of true value to be stolen in the car. It was just like, oh my god, just it, uh, it sucked. So again, yeah, just city of Chicago, get your fucking shit together. Get one database when a car gets moved somewhere. You got the license plate. I had to like go through the fucking like the water system or construction to find out that they have it in their separate database. Then they're also through the city of Chicago, where it's like, and again, it was like. Don't just assume like, oh man. So it, your your punishment is to raid the city clerk's office to demand reform of their database access. I'm not going to raid it, but I will like set my phone on the counter and like play this entire episode, and they can hear my <laughs> rant. And then maybe they'll you know become fans when they listen to the rest of the episode. That's a good idea. Maybe they'll check out Podzuki too, Luke. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, we don't we don't insult them as much as you guys seem to. <laughs> We never talk about hey, it. I mean, somebody needs to the city at all. Give you a reason now. Yeah, <laughs> it's a dirty job. But yeah, I, I I used to I used to own a car. It fucking sucked. I hated it. I would have stress dreams about it all the time. But I had to keep it because I was a pizza delivery driver and my then then a yeah. grocery delivery person. But best thing I ever did was get rid of it. And I I know it's and it, honestly, yeah, I was considering doing that. Uh, actually, kind of I was kind of considering uh, selling it, but I'm like. I again like I, we do need it like it, we don't like it, it just it, it allots us a lot more opportunities that just don't exist for, like, within living in the city of Chicago yeah I want to get out of here sometimes the sentence should be that you live in a building that has like indoor parking oh, that man. would be nice uh cannot afford that I am not a patreon.com slash yeah yeah hit us up on patreon so I don't have to uh Leave my car open where apparently it is extremely easy to be stolen and how simple that is. So great. Um, anyway. Grant, you already went. You already you already took you your brought turn. this up already. I just want to transition to saying Luke. Well, it would have been his turn anyway. Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, this, please. Good, sir. Uh, this is something I've been wanting to talk about for a while. And I don't like have a lot of nobody that i know that are people that i talk with give a shit about it i want to talk about angry video game nerd and screen wave this is like a go what you said screen what screen wave screen wave i haven't heard of that yeah what's a screen, it's a screen wave? wave incorporated it's it's like a company <laughs> that's a screen wave too but this is apparently <laughs> like a company. Oh, wait, like, wait, to clarify, to clarify, for those folks at home who wonder <laughs> what we're talking about, uh, Grant and I were waving at the camera, and you can you can get that at home if you donate again on patreon.com slash thoughtcops. We'll screen wave at you. Uh, I'm sorry, Luke. Yeah. But uh, you guys, I'm sure, are probably familiar with the angry video game nerd, early YouTube yeah, star. Yeah, of course, yeah. Talked about video games, oh, yeah. cursed. And he's been doing it for like 
God, surely over a decade Long now. 50, he probably 50, started in like fifty years, I think. Yeah, uh, he probably started in like oh seven, but in like the last, I think it might only be a year, but maybe it's been two years. These dudes started showing up in his videos. And I thought that they were just like these weird guys that he knew that who like he started making a video like friends of his that were like behind the scenes before. But now they're in front of the camera and like they're not funny. They, they're not insightful. And also, I'm not one to talk about people's attractiveness, but these are the ugliest men <laughs> I have ever seen. <laughs> I, like, um, I, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, like if you if you watch his videos at all, like the the uh, video store review videos, they show up in a lot of those, and they're they just again they're just so ugly, and that would be fine if they were like clever or funny, <laughs> but they're not. And then I find out that they're like they've been they bought Cinemassacre, and they've been the ones producing the Angry Video Game Nerd videos. And that's why they okay. usually suck now. Are you talking about because like the chats with the chats has some questions. Well, first of all, they're booing you because they're they think that you're talking about somebody they like. Uh, Justin, some guy named Justin. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, the it's only person I care about is James Rolfe. Uh, right. Justin Silverman, a big, bigger fella, I think. Oh, he's not. He's, he's not the ugly one I'm talking about. He's not attractive either. It's 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 the metalhead looking dude, motherfucker. That I think is the really ugly one. Oh, I th- I I actually I think I know who you're t- he's got like the long hair and like the long yeah. straight hair. I, I will yeah, say. No, I remember. Uh, I go ahead. I don't. I guess I don't want to burn any bridges, but uh, whatever. No, I just remember I was watching. Uh, yeah, I have like you know popped in on a few of their videos. I think I saw him do like the blockbuster one, and I was like, who the hell are these guys hanging around wearing his uh wearing his uh. Like wearing angry video game nerd t-shirts in the angry video game nerd video, which is not to say that I haven't worn a thought cop shirt in the thought cop video. I, but I have no, I have yeah. no fucking shame. You yeah. Know? You have no scruples. So I don't know what their deal is. Yeah. Somebody posted a picture of uh, one of the, one of the fellows here um, with a, with a, with a Nazi flag, Nazi flag in the flag. background. I don't know if that's real. Yeah. What, what it, I will say that, that uh, Mike Matei recently left their site as well. And because he was apparently like, maybe not like like actually hates people but he would make like racist jokes like some comics he did years ago where using like the n-word and that were just weren't funny and racist came out and he was also apparently just just an asshole um so you you would you just want to see beautiful men on uh <laughs> cinemassacre like james rolf well really what i want is i want him them i want james rolf to write the videos but i get what he gets out of it because he's got like a wife and a kid now so he's got these dudes who do most of the work expanding and he just has to perform but they did a uh, like the second to last episode they released was a fear and loathing and loss fear and loathing in las vegas parody and it it sucks so hard because they did too much of the fear and loathing in las vegas stuff i want them to talk about the games I had the same problem with the completionist where like they're trying to be clever like oh look at me I'm so funny and I and I'm going to do this silly stuff with my friends like talk about the fucking video games you dodo Yeah I like I I the thing about that like I, I understand like both angles of it because I I centrist. know centrist 
Boo. All right. I'm a bit of a fence sitter here. No, I, I, I know that like I know um, I, I've seen a number of the completionist videos where I, I do enjoy the critiques that he makes about the games, but I also do kind of enjoy his personality, too. And I know that he has a theater background, so it's probably like killing him inside where he's like, yeah, it sucks that I can only talk about Donkey Kong Country and not I get that. do theater and act right you know i mean like yeah that comes out a little bit and when he's talking about it but i think he does you know a lot of you these also guys do are multiple, sketch comedians yeah you, know? you can do multiple things with your channel too and i i do appreciate that about like uh something like red letter media where it's like they have the channel but then the channel is like a bunch of shows and i like that they have different shows where it's like yeah. Oh, maybe I don't want to watch best of the worst and I just want to watch just the movie reviews. And it's like, so just watch only half in the back. Like you get sort of the option. But and yeah, when, some some something... in the chat makes a very good point. He says, and Rich Evans is also very hot. True. Yeah, you yeah. want to see beautiful men on screen talking about the media that you love. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I love red letter media. Like I watch them. I rewatch crap of theirs all the time. Like just to have good. the background. I I I and became I, a, a a trekkie because of uh Mike Staclasa like his like before he was doing the uh Star Wars prequels reviews he did all the Star Trek the Next Generation movies that's what got me into Star Trek Yeah yeah oh that's pretty cool you know yeah, um, and it, it's funny because like he's he's shitting on those movies through all those videos but it, it also he nitpicks on continuity and I'm a sucker for continuity like, oh, you have to watch more than one episode to really appreciate the show. I'm there. Yeah, I'm there with you. It's like, uh, I mean, that's a, a huge reason I'm such a huge fan of like Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul is because the, uh, they train you for that continuity and small details. And it's like a reward, you know, like, oh, here's the same bottle of tequila that they used in season one, episode 12. Of, I'm, I'm, and you're just like, what the fuck? That's the same bottle of tequila. And you point that out and it's like... I know, I'm so annoying to watch that show with because I'm like, you recognize <laughs> that? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, but uh, Luke, I will uh, I will give you the, uh, the uh, go-ahead here to punish these um, motherfuckers. These fucking piss ants. Oh, well, uh, the metalhead dude will have to shave his beard to an acceptable length and comb his fucking hair. But he's and but he's a metalhead. That would go against I don't even know if he is metalhead. Metal. He just he just dresses like it. And I, I, he I is think the aesthetic. They're, they're it doesn't have to be clean cut. Just don't look so dirty. I don't know. Maybe maybe in my old age I'm getting less accepting <laughs> yeah, about like, that stuff. You're sounding like a uh, a sixty year old father and like the 1970s like cut your goddamn hair you hippies yeah take a fucking shower i'm tired <laughs> of these hippies on youtube i i think it lo a lot of it's because like i used to like be like that like i would just let my beard grow and like not trim it and i look back on myself in that way with regret see so okay you you've forg forgive me for um psychoanalyzing this but you've begun to sort of personalize it on some <laughs> uh, some aspect or some level yes yeah sure okay <laughs> for a second i was like oh shit did i strike a nerve no um, I, I thought you were going to keep going that's why i paused for a second no no i just <laughs> i just wanted to find get to the root of the, of the issue here and i want us all to heal together you know let's let's get there together um grant did you actually want to do one or yeah i got okay. one uh 
This once again, uh, this is just aimed at one person that I got into like a weird Twitter thing with, and I just want to take time to complain about it because name, it's, social security, I, I, I'm getting there. I'm working okay. on it. I I'm building a narrative, right? Because you know I can't just have like a weird minor disagreement with someone online. I have to talk about it on the show. Yeah, for sure. Um, again, healthy, very healthy, right? And this this happens anytime, like. You anytime you comment on something that gets a little bit of traction, I get this tweet. I made this tweet and it got 194 likes. Okay. Um, and anytime you get anything more than 100 likes, someone just has to, they have to like sneak in and they got to be like a little weird contrarian about things. And you're just like, listen, I'm just being an idiot online. I have a full t- or I have a part time job. And I do a podcast, and I'm stressed out, and I want to come on here onto this stupid hell site they call it. Did you? They call this a hell site? Did you know that? Twitter.com. I call, I call it the bird app. Twitter it's kind of a funny thing. The bird. Site? I've never heard of referring yeah. to that. Yeah, that's, that's what good. they call it. <laughs> that is good that you haven't heard that. I, I will say that, like, I use Imager to post stuff on Reddit, and everybody talks shit on Reddit, but those commenters on Imager are mean. They will go right. Really right for your throat and it really i'm that's that's a community i am not familiar with yeah like I'll i said i only honest. use it to post on just picture stuff on reddit because you just can't do that directly onto reddit for some reason but right i fucking hate that man yeah fuck reddit <sighs> i uh i didn't know you could uh comment on imager actually i thought you it was just purely oh hosting. apparently you can and it's bad not not good huh that's that's uh i mean I, I, for some reason i'm like not surprised i think the fact that we don't know that is evidence that it's probably like a <laughs> horribly toxic place yeah say it, whatever you want ionet runner i'm gonna call him out because apparently that's a theme on this show is just he he posts something and i have to argue with him he says uh inter- here's your problem interacting with comments now yes okay fine sure i shouldn't be interacting with comments but i make a comment and then i'm like let me let me see what i can get out of this you know Mm. maybe i'll get some likes maybe i'll get some follows maybe i'll interact back and forth with some people and it'll be fun but then like networking it's it's so it's embarrassing because like Okay, so uh, the the comment that what I was commenting on was the Hollywood Reporter tweeted something out that said, "Who's the next Ellen DeGeneres? Race begins to replace daytime's biggest host, right? Race begins to replace Ellen, and it's just like, like what do you what do you think when you see this? Like, do we have to replace Ellen? Like, can we just do something different? I think somebody who's going to kill Ellen, cut off her skin, and wear it like a suit. Yeah." <laughs> Anything short of that, I think, is not worth doing. It would be disappointing if that didn't happen. I'm disappointed now. I'm disappointed thinking that it it's not going to. So I comment, I just say, can we just do like different types of TV shows and maybe have different ideas for things that people like want to watch that always isn't the same thing? Like, I think pretty common sentiment, right? I think people are tired of television. There's some good shows. You mentioned Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul. There's some good things out there. Right, but television you watch, like, as it airs is dead. Right. The old boob tube. And I, I get that, like, yeah, there's a time and place for, like, 
daytime talk shows and stuff like that and whatever you know so be it but the like time the, is 11 a.m the place is the nursing home where people are actively dying right and like <laughs> the the idea that like with um like when you look at uh like nighttime uh talk shows and stuff like that uh late night uh the fact that every single late night host is like i gotta be the next johnny carson it's just like do you do you have to be the next johnny carson do you have to be the next jay leno you all kind of suck at this point could maybe we do a different type of tv show you know and that's i feel like that's all i'm thinking with this shit you know sure and then these people start coming at me they're like well list specific ideas like it's not your fucking job yeah it's not my job nobody's paying me to netflix isn't looking through my fucking twitter feed like going like yeah i'll pitch that to us we'll green light it i'm just an idiot unless you're on the podcast perfect pitches perhaps exactly (laughs) you're just saying the crap they make now you don't want to watch just like just whatever like just do something else you know we don't have to recreate everything all the time I, I totally agree. I think the format for late night talk shows is doesn't make sense anymore because it used to be yeah. like they would have like the musical guest and the interviews because there was no other way to get that. But with the Internet, right. most people who watch any late night talk show stuff. They're watching it on YouTube or other avenues later. They're not watching it as it airs. So like, what's the point? Just because I mean, fuck- NBC doesn't want to cancel the Tonight Show. And right, not to mention, right, like, the, exactly. the same guys are like on Twitter with a display name like John Cum, making <laughs> the same jokes much funnier and way quicker. Right. Or just like, you know, I that that's a good example. But I was thinking of like hot ones where it's like you just get celebrities to eat hot wings and it's like it can be a pretty entertaining show when they have like a good guest on, you know, get someone on, have them do something weird, interview them like have a good interviewer like go through some shit whatever talk about some stuff like th- this is more and more like what the what people want it seems see. like it would have been maybe a good uh chance for you to plug the podcast which i don't i'm not i'm, I'm looking through the <laughs> well, replies no, because, here i'm not because seeing because that I'm you fucking, did because i'm angry at these people and here's here's why so this guy asks for clarification and he's like you know daytime tv is whatever it's it's really only morning news soap operas daytime talk shows and game shows like what else do you think and i'm just like i don't want to have this conversation so i say better more powerful shows <laughs> yes. that's that's the answer of somebody that wants to engage with this thought no further i'm seeing that you also continued to reply i continue to-, to reply but because this guy i won't say his name i will say i like to say use the word name. more powerful shows more powerful shows we need more powerful ellen okay if we're going to rebuild her, Super Saiyan the next 3 Ellen, Ellen has to kill the original Ellen so there can be only one. Exactly. The <laughs> the Ellen Lander. <laughs> ha, so there can the, be like, only one, huh? I don't oh I don't I don't know if that's an Ellen impersonation. <laughs> I I I think it is. And I, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the closest Ellen I, impression that I think I've no, heard. Luke, Luke, I think you have to d- scream more. Be a little <laughs> meaner next time. <laughs> Not let anyone ever look me in the eyes. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of... Yeah, exactly. I think that's pitch perfect. Um, uh, Ionet Runner, once again, in the chat is saying, put YouTube on the TV. No! I'm saying, come up with more powerful ideas. Anyway, so, I respond, better, more powerful shows. I don't want to talk about this anymore. This guy starts dragging me. He says, like what? 
Very useless saying do better shows without saying what they are. No producers can guess what you meant by that. Tell people what you are after. Hey, a pal, friend, buddy, champ. Oh, no. Chief. No producers are reading my Twitter thread. I'm not pitching a fucking TV show. I'm doing stupid comments on a dumb website. Very useless saying do better, more powerful shows. This whole conversation is useless. Everything you do on Twitter is useless. Your entire existence is meaningless. None of this matters. You lose, you get nothing. (laughs) (laughs) So once again, like, it's like, well, I'm not going to say any of that. So what do I do? I I go the, the fucking smart ass route of I just I say, I don't know, more powerful, sleek, efficient redesigned with accessibility in mind smarter funnier magnanimous more courageous happier more productive comfortable a pig in a cage on antibiotics obviously just a fucking stupid joke right i i include some radiohead in there he says you've given a bunch of buzzwords and zero ideas is it a talk show with more diverse guests is it a a news show buzzword i don't i don't know is it a news show? Is it a new format? Dude, these are... And so here's here's my two minutes of hate. Is people online that are completely humorless. People that... They just don't... They don't interact with anybody. They just go on here and they just want to, like, debate you. On things that have no consequence on on anything having to do with anything and they just want they want i guess some level of interaction they just want you to talk back to them they just want to have this back and forth for the rest of the the, the this guy and these these people like this these humorless people they have nothing but time on their hands just to just to keep commenting back and forth also seeing this was at like seven in the morning yeah <laughs> i'm at work i have a client that cancels i'm sitting there at a desk i'm just on my phone i'm glad you what had a good I, reason so I'm, to be I'm up that early <laughs> yeah like what was this guy's reason i don't know lonely like you said which when you say it like that's actually very sad and it, it kind of is but it makes me angry yeah it makes me angry to be too. questioned do you think that you're manner? angry or you're just angry that you're sad and this well, made not, this I'm made not, you upset i'm not sad at all i'm I'm just trying to be like a kind of going for the armchair psychologist on this <laughs> oh you're doing you're being like oprah yeah Let's get to the root of the issue here. That's a good roots of issues. Speaking are, of Oprah, where's the Oprah? Uh, Oprah's over here in the corner. Oh, whatever. We don't put need our Oprah up. Um. Oh, I know not runner says I just like to rile up Grant. You, you're, you'll never get under my skin. Oh no, he definitely did. You'll never get under my skin. Uh, but this this guy definitely did. Like again, all I can go back to is just like what what do you think that this app is? This is just people posting porn furry anime porn on each other's comments to trigger people and then people arguing about politics there's people dying in the middle east right now as we speak there's an apartheid war happening between many countries and all throughout there's there's genocide there's crimes against humanity and you're talking about Pitch me your idea for the next Ellen DeGeneres show. What? So you can <laughs> steal my idea? I have a punishment if you don't have one. Go for it. 
New, I'm too emotionally involved. Uh, new host is the uh, the pig with poo on balls, which uh, somebody <laughs> did post in the Discord there. Oh, yeah. If you, if you guys are familiar with this image, I'm pretty sure if you Google... We've talked about it on the image, show before. It's like this pig with these massive testicles, and he's taking this little log of shit, and the, the, the shit's like balancing on top of his like it, huge balls. It's, it's a real pig? So you got to see it. Yeah, it's something that you post on Twitter to like whenever somebody says something like shitty and dumb, you just like reply with the uh, the pig with the poo on balls. And it's one of the emojis in our discord. How fun is that? Thank God. Uh, speaking of discord, I uh, do want to mention if you haven't joined, go ahead and check out the episode description because there's a link to the server in every episode now. Uh, come on in. Uh, I found it. You're going to like the way you're you're going to like the way you look. I uh, guarantee it. Uh, speaking of guarantees, though, let us move on to the main segment of the show, the old uh, meat and potatoes. Uh, if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, every week we investigate the Internet's outrage inducing news stories. And then we sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and often quite unusual punishment. Sounds spicy. What do we start with? Uh, you pick. Uh, let's start. So it's a very uh festive anniversary that uh we are ap- approaching or have approached anniversary more like shrek anniversary <laughs> why'd you say that? oh because because it's uh shrek's 20th anniversary of the movie shrek coming out the first have one? you guys done shrek on uh on um podzuki no we we did uh Shrek scared Shrekless, the 20 minute Halloween short they did. How could you skip the irregular Shrek and go for the 20 minute special? I don't, I don't, I don't know whose idea it was, but I was very like, I was very savage Let's, in that episode because I hated. Listen, I'm going to go on. I'm going to go on a whim here and say that was probably Brandon Kirkman's. It crazy probably idea. was Brandon Kirkman. I'm pretty sure it was him. I wasn't going to throw him under the bus, but I'm sure he'd pr- he's probably I proud will. of it. <laughs> God, actually, no, hell, if you guys do Shrek, I'll go on and talk about it. I We could probably do Shrek. With, if, to do Shrek, we'll have to do something special, like have every single guest we've ever had on the episode. <laughs> so like 50 people. Like I, I got a call in. Yeah, spectacular. <laughs> yeah. Like a 10 hour. Hey, those are fun. Like what special. Comedy Bang Bang um, does at the end of every year. <laughs> Yeah, every hundred episode, whatever, you know, just get them out there. I mean, well, I mean, God, what incurred up with the the Shrek turned 20, the t- uh, the two towers uh, fell about 20 years ago. Oh, I, I thought peace. you were talking about the Lord of the Rings movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was also 20 years ago. I've just never heard them called the two towers. It's always <laughs> twin towers. <laughs> uh, there's two of them. <laughs> I mean, know, there is two. two. There, there's, I mean, there's, there's synonyms now, for each but, other. Oh, God. I'm so, sure that there's, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, when exactly uh, well, is uh, the Shrek anniversary? So the Shrek anniversary. So, so it's Shrek came out 20 years ago, and everyone's looking back on it fondly. You know, people have good memories from this movie. We've, as we aforementioned earlier in the episode, we've been to Shrek Fest. We made a whole Shrek Fest video. Oh yeah, I don't think we mentioned we're going to be in Shrek Two Retold. We did mention because when uh, Grant Dufferin came on last time, that was like a whole year ago, though. That was a whole year ago. But if we have new listeners, we're going to be in Shrek Two Retold. Um, so everybody's remembering Shrek fondly and their their memories with Shrek. You know, reliving the moments of the nostalgia that 
you know, we, we all sort of grew up with. And um, The Guardian, everyone's favorite news website, uh, posted, this, posted this piece that can only be described as agitprop, which is uh, the, the headline. The headline speaks for itself. The headline is Shrek at 20, colon, an unfunny and overrated low for blockbuster animation. Oh, come on. There's far worse. How about every every single DreamWorks movie that followed Shrek? How about just every DreamWorks movie? Shrek is DreamWorks. Oh, oops. Well, how, uh, <laughs> remember the guy with the fishing pole and the little crescent moon? Dun, dun, you know, the logo. Yeah, that's the logo. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Do, I remember do that I remember that him? Yeah, he's it, the the logo, and it plays at the beginning of the film. You know, well, I don't remember that, but sure, yeah. I mean, this is bullshit, though. I mean, this is like, how dare you? How how the where the fuck do you get off saying this kind of thing on your what is this news? This is news. Hey, hey, oh. we're talking about it. Yeah, well, we, I, we're contractually obligated to talk about it. Yeah, we it, talk okay? about it so other people don't have to. Right, exactly. <laughs> True, this, but I think that's I mean, the cynical you, reason why they wrote that. I even if they I they probably don't even believe it. But they know a lot of people like that movie if either because they grew up yeah. with it or because it's honestly not that terrible a movie but, i mean you like know, yeah well yeah i mean it's it's like i said it's like agitprop it's it's just fucking like you're gonna get angry when you read that it's it's so easy to have an opinion nowadays and like we've talked about on the show like all you have to do to get people talking about anything is just say something that's controversial and something controversial could be anything people are still having the fucking debate about uh, does pineapple go on pizza? Which way do toilet paper roll go? Uh, what uh, what movie is overrated this week? What's is the Beatles overrated under it? Like you just just have an opinion on anything nowadays. It's so easy just to fucking shove it in people's faces. And Would be rather like, kill myself than have any of those conversations. Yeah, yeah. Which, is it pronounced Jif or Gif? Uh, that's one that I I had a friend I used to get into with. I'm not going to get into it here, but thank you. I don't care to. <laughs> I do appreciate it. Because yeah, at the end of the day, I don't really care either. <laughs> so they are just out here. People are outraged at this article. How how dare you say that this is? Uh oh, Cashew says literally the no, first DreamWorks. No, movie. it's not. It's not. It's the first DreamWorks CGI movie. Well, what I don't know things. It wasn't the Prince of Egypt or fucking DreamWorks. I don't know. I didn't watch that shit. Isn't that like weird religious propaganda? <laughs> yeah, I think I had to watch it. That's actually a pretty <laughs> decent movie. Like it's the story of Noah, but it's not really. The animation I was pretty good too. Exactly preachy. I guess if you're you're a Christian, showing it to your Jewish friend, maybe. Although Noah was Jewish, so. I don't know. Not I think that there's weird background shit with it or something like that, where it's like, oh, well, the people that were making it were doing blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't know. I, I I read one article a year and I just... And you make it the one about Shrek on The Guardian. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. So what, I mean, what are they saying about it? Like, they just... I don't know. They, I closed out of it already. <laughs> I, do you want me to pull No, I don't up? want you to. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I just decided. Okay. Well, so uh, then I guess what do we do? What, what's the punishment? Because I think this they, is egregious. They should watch Shrek Retold. It's a, a lovely fan recreation of something that clearly means a lot to a lot of people. Yeah. And you want to go ahead and shit on that? Man, get a life. Yeah, that's a, a beautiful, a beautiful 
collaborative creation. Yeah, check yeah. it out. Do I get to Let's do move one? on to the next one? Or? You I, uh, is there anything on here you want to pick from um, Luke? Anything that's or do you mean? Uh, do you have your own I, I was saying if I if I had to do my own punishment or yeah yeah please do. Uh, I also wanted to ask: Is this like like am I creating a hell for them or just like one something they have to go through once? Just- and then however you want to punish them uh we also have a wheel here if you look at the screen uh we got flip the script um mid ass touch uh potpourri the minecraft punishment uh sissy fist boulder uh the clockwork orange punishment smoke the whole pack i can't read that one Mm. whatever it doesn't matter flip the script whatever the fuck that means well yeah i was just gonna say make them watch uh Shrek scared Shrekless, even though I guess that wouldn't change their opinion. They just hate Shrek more. I was going to say, I have a hard time believing somebody would come away from Shrek <laughs> one and say, but the spinoff that aired on uh, just for TV was actually pretty good. Although <laughs> they might watch scared Shrekless and be like, oh, actually, maybe Shrek wasn't that bad. Comparatively. Okay. Like, oh, we thought Shrek was bad. And then we watched this, you know. They should have to watch that uh that uh Will Smith where he's a fish movie. Well, That's uh, exactly the one I was thinking of when they were <laughs> mentioning an all time low for animation. Is it Fishtail? Yeah, Fishtails, um, uh co written by Scott Ackerman. What the Is it fuck? really? No, oh, I, that's he's not right. really co written. He did write for it. He like rewrote some dialogue, but he it's did a, it's work a, on that movie. It's a living. It's like yeah. every single time. <laughs> Pixar put out any movie. DreamWorks was just like, yeah, no, we'll do our we'll do our our own version of that movie. It'll be it'll be better. And it was just like a hundred times worse. <laughs> yeah, they were doing that for a while. Yeah, and actually, no, that now that I think about it too, odd uh, uh, that Shrek is not even the first uh, CGI DreamWorks movie because remember Ants is also CGI. Oh um, yeah, with uh, Woody Allen. Yeah, yeah. Woody Oops. date rape Allen. Ah. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, um, we're d- pretty fucking stupid. Just like, yeah, Shrek, the first movie ever created. It's called Shark Tale, by the way, not Fish Tale. So wow. Whatever. Thank God for the chat. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Thought Cops. Oh, it's like, oh, have oh, us do all these stupid. <laughs> have us do all these stupid fucking, say all these stupid fucking things and then have like normal people be like, actually, uh, you're wrong about everything. I have the Wikipedia article open. <laughs> oh, I'd have good. Wikipedia open, but like I'm d- doing a show right now. I got seven windows open. Speaking of which, what do you want to talk about next? Um, I just want to read this headline because I think that I think that the headline itself is so indicative of how funny the situation is. Um, and it all has to do with with something that someone said. And just uh, this this website, the shovel. The fuck? I don't know. It, it's just, it's called the shovel. The website's called the shovel. I don't I don't know. I don't know what to tell this you. This feels like a fake. No, it's like, real. Uh, th- no, I know it's real, but this feels like a like uh, ugh, I'm trying to think of like the right way to phrase this. Like a fake website that would exist in a movie that everybody knows what it is. <laughs> like oh, they, they wrote that piece on the shovel. You know, like <laughs> like is that it, a dread report? Like, right. Yeah, it's supposed to be something that. It's a parody of something from reality. Well, but it says, like, what the Aus- fuck is the shovel? It says Australia's satire news site. So that's like saying that it's like the onion, which is also correct. <sighs> okay. So anyway, 
We're not about to well, we're not about to get like tricked by like a satire website. Are no, we? this this is more of those like oh, we're gonna name it this so that like we're very obviously tearing it apart, sort of thing. Like As Babylon B to, or something? No, like do you understand different forms of satire that aren't just the Onion and Babylon B? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Well, let me just I'll read it to you. This is this is what happened, and this is just the editorialization of what happened. The article headline, as I'm getting to, I'm I'm about to read it. I'm listening. Everybody, everybody, uh, turn your volume all the way up for this because this is important. The article headline on the shovel.com slash the shovel.com.au. This article that has a headline. The headline reads: White men aren't allowed to talk anymore. Joe Rogan tells 190 million listeners during three-hour podcast. It's kind of funny. Well, no, it's not supposed to be. Fu- or I guess it's supposed to be funny, but that's not the point. Wait, I'm 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 confused. So yeah, I, I think I'm it, a little confused too. It's a I think you confused website. everyone. Yes, but it's not supposed to be funny. What? Why is this happening right now? I mean, I I mean, I'm, I don't get it either. Dude. So Joe Rogan, I, let me. I'll I'll explain the news story because I figured that the the article headline explained it enough, but apparently I have to do the explaining, and then I'll go back and re-explain. Hello, hello. Yeah, okay, we could, sorry. That we can like read the whole thing a few times. So Joe Rogan on his podcast, the most popular podcast of all time, that is hosted by a white guy. He said white men aren't allowed to talk anymore. Right. And that's, yeah, that's I said something that's he funny. actually yeah. said, yeah. right? He actually said that. That's not like, oh, we're making this up. Like, this is a fake article. Like, he he said that. Yeah. But he, he said, said it like it in a bad way. Yeah. yeah. Even though he's a white man who has a podcast that's living, listened to by thousands of dummies. Millions. Uh, probably millions, yeah. It says, yeah, here, 190 million. Dummies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I guess so it's just. That's it. That's. But it's a sat. You said it was a satire website. I think that's where the confusion is for me. Yeah, because you f- you framed it as like Australia's answer well, to the onion. You, because you kept saying the show and the the onion will do that too, where they take something someone actually says but editorialize it to the point where it's like obviously ridiculous. The whole point being, white men aren't allowed to talk anymore. Joe Rogan tells 190 million listeners during three hour podcast. It's not like making up fake news. It's just editorializing this to show like how preposterous the concept is they should have added like uh says white man joe rogan to his hundred million thousand listeners on his three-hour podcast i I think people know that joe rogan's white no this could use a little bit of punching up let's go ahead and um, yeah you go ahead are are they are they accepting packets right now do you know grant (laughs) yeah uh you can go to their website it's the shovel.coms.au i'm going to submit um probably like off 30 headlines and i'm gonna say i don't really get what you guys are going for um this yeah, seems yeah. like kind of like a weird australian humor i don't maybe understand but this is maybe here's some of my ideas this is like what we find funny over here well no it's satire is not always supposed to be funny it's supposed to be like creating critiques like for instance, I I consider this show to be a, a form of satire, and but this, you don't think this, it's funny though. This isn't funny right now. No, this is this is awful. This is an audio graveyard. Sleep science in the chat says I like Grant. Thanks, buddy. I like you too. Don't you love it when comedy's not funny? 
Well, it's not comedy. It's satire. Well, I, I, I just looked up the word satire. The use of humor, irony, exaggeration, or ridicule to expose and criticize people's stupidity or vices. Particularly okay, in the so context said, so of you said the word politics. So you said, you said the word or. Fair enough. I, I did say or, but... Got him. What is confusing Count to it. me about Nailed it me. is, like, the take of the headline seems to be saying, like... It just seems to go against with the point that they're trying to make. The headline sounds the, the like point... it's just saying what happened. That and that's what's so confusing. Yeah, like there's like they there's like you have to like heighten it a little bit so it's you know uh, just because it's a website that does satire does not mean that this article <laughs> is inherently supposed to be or not be a news article. We shovel. Sometimes we do satire. Sometimes we do I, regular I, stuff. A little bit of both. I think I've. I've I've talked about this, I think, on the podcast <laughs> yeah, before. Right. I, I like. That. I think I've talked about this on the <laughs> podcast before, but I th- I think that the Onion and that the Colbert Report has ruined people's conceptualization of satire. Uh, you know what I like is that that T-shirt or that picture of that guy wearing the tank top where he's like, "Satire requires a purpose of clarity, or else it." Oh yeah, yeah, that's no, funny that's, stuff, that's man. Good. And that's it's funny. very and it's very insightful too. Do you think that someone? Um, do you think that someone made that shirt satirically? I think someone very dumb made the joke. Well, I, it wasn't what if that they, even. A, I don't know what. I see that was not a joke. They were saying they were trying to put it into a box. Like they're saying the guys over at the shovel. Like, hey, you know, no, 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 don't be doing that. No, I, I don't think that those two things are equivalent at all. We should move on. Yeah. Well, let's talk <laughs> about the thing that we're t- t- talking about, which is Joe Rogan saying white men aren't allowed to talk anymore. Let's the three of us white men. Let's talk further about white men being able to talk i'm speechless <clears throat> can i say anything because i am a white man yeah go f- go okay. uh by all means <laughs> yeah i mean yeah it's completely stupid i i i was i've been watching this uh youtuber lately uh we live in hell i think is the name of his channel i feel like i've heard of that channel but I yeah think. he's kind of like Maybe. he's like he was like a philosophy student he's a pretty young guy but one of his earlier videos was about Jordan Peterson, and he talked about Jordan Peterson like being against some like uh, anti-trans and LGBTQ yeah, discrimination yeah. bill. Yeah, but that's they, what made him popular. Yeah, and he played the video of Jordan Peterson like reading his own essay because he made that a video, and he talks about like, uh, oh well, because one of the women who's talk who's championing the bill is on like the city council or whatever and she's a lesbian he mentions that they're overrepresented and i think that's bullshit because i i've been thinking a lot about the uh ruth bader ginsburg quote like when are there going to be enough women on the supreme court when there are nine of them because the simple simple fact that these that, that people different from you exist like they have as much right to be there so when it's not weird for there to be when you don't think it's wrong for there to be nine women on the Supreme court or like nine black people or nine gay or lesbian people. Right. They're just, they're around just like everybody else. So you thinking there's an overrepresentation or that white man can't speak because you say dumb fucking shit that upsets other people is stupid. See, and this is the, this is the type of uh, well thought out discourse that I wanted to get to on this episode. My bad. This is why we have, this is why we have people like Luke on. The, and say these things and then i'm then now i'm thinking you're not making you know? fun of me are you 
No, no, I'm, I'm being completely <laughs> Jesus serious. Christ. I'm being completely earnest. I just have such a fucking uh, poor delivery of my speech. No, I yeah, mean, I, sometimes I think, when I'm trying to make a point, like, especially a long point like that, I'm like in the middle of the point, like, oh, God, do I sound stupid? Am I saying something? No, stupid? no, I, that was <laughs> no, I 100 percent agree with everything you just said. Um, And yeah, I mean, like uh, my my problem with this type of stuff is also just like the the very conceptualization of like criticism at all is that someone can say like, hey, you know, if you're uh, dealing with some of these issues that you know are sort of like plaguing you know modern american discourse and stuff like that and you're just sort of talking over people maybe interact with them a little bit more maybe engage with what they're saying maybe like instead of saying like oh black lives matter says this or they say that or they say this or what like whatever maybe like you know you're joe rogan you do this show maybe have some activists on the show and yeah. like talk about talk to them about these things as opposed to just like when they say something along those lines and you take that as criticism and you say they're trying to silence me it's just like you know that people criticizing you is not silence right like you're not being silenced and i think that's the the point of this article is like oh yeah joe rogan millionaire most popular podcaster of all time complains about being silenced really people are just like criticizing him for certain things he says and does which is acceptable to do you know yeah and i mean again i I would have to watch the entire three hour clip to get the context (laughs) but uh right no i mean yeah i mean the biggest criticism people seem to have or not the biggest and fairest of uh joe rogan is that like he claims to be an open-minded guy but he doesn't really have a lot of uh people on a show that go against and again, I, again, I, I don't have the time to watch these right. again, three, four five hour clips. But uh, I think once in a while he does. And it's sort of it seems like I mean, somebody brought up like as he's, ta- you know, the, talking about like the um, like the trans uh, Olympic stuff. Like, is it, you know, the discourse around what is it, you know, right, the, right. The, the biological, whatever. Then it's like okay, he's having a conversation about it, but I don't think he's. I, somebody said he's like never had a. And again, it could be wrong, but he's never had a trans person on the show. Where it's like if you get to talk about it this much, maybe you could have one trans or, person on the show. Yeah, just I, even one, or I think like he someone gets the, who the reputation for being an open-minded person from other dumb people because you'll have people that no one else wants on their talk show because they have like shitty views. And like, yeah, uh, and I, I think that'd be fine if he did have like the Black Lives Matter protesters or trans people on his show. Like, well, and yeah, it's it's weird, too, because I feel like people's conceptualization of open mindedness is weird because I do feel like a lot of times he just like wants to sort of be buddy buddy with some of the people he has on his show sometimes yeah. and that it's sort of like this weird loose relaxed atmosphere of like yeah we're just hanging out and then he is like people with you know sometimes despicable despicable views on and then he just sort of nods yeah, I think his he head. had uh, he grew, uh, uh grew the scientist was he on did there. it was one of the worst episodes i mean just abhorrent uh what he allowed him to talk about despicable say. <laughs> um but yeah it's like he'll have someone like bernie on or something like that and he'll be like yeah i'm all for healthcare like drug legalization prison reform I'll, i'm all for these things and then like you know someone like dan crenshaw will come on and 
be like, yeah, they stole the election. And he'll be like, yeah, you man. don't you don't really think that, do you? And he'll be like, I do. And he'll be like, OK, that's interesting. And it's like, man, you did no pushback. I'm not saying that this happened. I'm saying like this is a <laughs> stupid made up hypothetical example. This, don't fucking quote me on this. OK, I built a straw man. Uh, you got you're going to have Joe Rogan's dumb guy army coming after you. I'm going to have people in the comments sections uh, linking me to that one website that's like, here's your logical fallacy dot com. <laughs> that's a website. Yeah. Okay. That's like a let me Google that for you. Oh, my God. I, I hate have, uh, logic is like a cool subject in school, but I've never heard anybody who used the term you're not being logical in a conversation be anything but a piece of shit. Oh, man. Or I don't know. I feel like I've I've gotten like advice in difficult situations where someone has just been like you're not being logical about this and it's kind of like i think luke's talking about more of like a sort of debate style oh, yeah, setting and, of like that, you're arguing that, yeah, with someone I mean, yeah that's a that, that, that is then. more what i meant because yeah what you're talking yeah. about kevin that's totally true but yeah but yeah i mean i yeah i feel like it's almost like a little cringy to uh bring up the logic it's like when uh, people talk word. about mentioning yeah. what their IQ is. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. the same person. They're going to be the dumbest person you've ever talked to. I mean, if the number is high, you know, obviously yeah. not. But <laughs> And also, like, yeah, if, if if you're in, like, a normal conversation with someone and they're like, uh, that's that's what's called an ad hominem. It's just like, dude, fuck off. Yeah. Just say, <laughs> like, hey, you should, like, why are you attacking my character as opposed to, like, listening to what I'm saying? Like, just say that. You don't have to say the word. Like, that's one of the most pretentious things. Uh, Actually, you're poisoning the well. Like, shut the fuck. We know that you, like, went to this website and you read the list of 12 different argumentative fallacies. Just talk like a normal person. Nobody's going to pat you on the back for this. You know? <laughs> so we, we should come up with a punishment, though, for this. Uh, yeah. Um... I don't know. Joe Rogan. Uh, um, we punishing Joe Rogan or the yeah, shovel? Uh, or the person who wrote the article. I don't know. Punish me by... Uh, here, here's by a bringing this up. Here's, here's a punishment is uh, I have to sit through a 10-minute conversation about uh, the intention and discussion and discourse around the meaning of satire. I mean, I will too. We'll both be doing it oh, man. as soon as... Uh, and so, We're punishing and so the audience. We'll that actually sounds yeah. kind of nice, though. I think I could learn quite a bit from something like that. I had fun. Hey, we should do this more often. Yeah. I was going to say like earlier than what I think... We could talk to each other. I've always felt that satire, when it's not funny, is allegory. I think that's a different thing. I could be way off base on that. That's just what I've always have the way I've always thought of it. I mean, it's a it's a thin line to walk. I mean, that's like you you want to like. I mean, it could be really fucking smart and funny, but you gotta like do it right. <laughs> I don't. Sorry, I don't want to like talk. No, I'm sorry. Not, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, great. I'm sorry. Smart or funny or. Or that's an important distinction. Should we do one more? Uh, no, let's just get to the. Uh, I don't know. I, we're, how are we doing on time? We're, that's good enough. That's what the time is that it's good enough. Okay. We can be good with that, right? I think so. And I think the viewers and listeners at home will also agree. <clears throat> I'm down. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to uh, let's do key to the city. Something nice, something cool, something swell. Classic bit. Uh, this week, uh, my key to the city actually goes to somebody who passed away this week. Uh, manga artist Kentaro Miura. 
Uh, he's the uh, creator of Berserk. Uh, if you've seen the animes for that or read the mangas for that, um, this really made me very sad. Uh, I, as of this recording, I I found out because of our Discord. Uh, somebody posted the you know, link to the article because Berserk is a long running manga. It has been going since 1989. Damn. It, it, I mean, it's gone on a lot of hiatuses. Like, it's not a, I mean, there's much longer series out there, but it's pretty long. Um, it, but it's, it's a series that I have been a fan of uh, since like 2005. And it's just, it's, if you are in the anime or manga scene, you've, and you've sought out recommendations from people like, hey, what should I watch next? What should I read next? It's probably a very, very good chance. Someone has brought up Berserk. Uh, I actually, I gave Berserk my, I remember I gave Berserk my key to the city. Um, oh, or, did you? Yeah, and I was even like thinking the other day before this happened, I'm like, you know what? Like, honestly, one of the highlights of the pandemic was rereading all of Berserk. Um, How much of it is there? Uh, 40 volumes. Um, How long did that take you? A couple months. I mean, I, oh, yeah, I mean, it's also like the artwork in Berserk is very, there's a lot of visual information to take in. Right. It's incredibly well uh, illustrated um, and very, very well written. It's, it's a, a, a big story with a big world. And it's just, it's been like the series where people are like, every time it comes back from hiatus, it's a huge deal. I remember, I remember seeing tweets where it was like, Damn, we get a new president this week and a new Berserk chapter <laughs> just because it had been like a year since we'd got one because it's so infrequent. Like the guy, the, the guy, uh, Kentaro Miura is a very eccentric guy. He would take a lot of uh, basically he was so talented and successful. If there was a video game that came out and he was like, yeah, I'm not going to work for a year because I just want to play this video game. He could do <laughs> it. And like it, he, he was such a prolific creator and, you know, I bring it up because I was like, I saw it and I was like, literally put my phone down. It was like, no, 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 no. This cannot be true. Like, it, like, honestly, like this was like a celebrity. Like, this is probably like the celebrity death, as silly as it sounds, that like affected me the most out of any that I have experienced because I like I know a lot of people who love Berserk. I love Berserk and I've, you know, made friends from people who do and just there's so much like culture around it because it's been going for so long and everybody's like, Oh, but that ending is going to be so good. And it's like, fuck, that's just not going to happen after all this time. And it's not even just like, Oh, I'm sad that my fucking comic book is an ending. It's not even just that because, um, berserk is also like something that means a lot to me on a personal level because the setting of the world of berserk is very very brutal it's a it's not for the faint of heart it's especially the manga there is a lot of like horrific imagery of violence of both you know just i mean uh, there's a lot i mean there's like all kinds of horror it's one of the most horrifying things i've ever read but i i remember it more for um the heart and soul of it and the character the main character guts is just like it just he's so fucking traumatized but he just like continues to march on through this world that just is so it's this medieval fantasy world where it's so awful and so horrible and he's had such a hard life and as silly as it sounds like i again i've been a fan of it for so long that i 
you know, in difficult times of my life, even recently, I've like thought about Berserk where I'm like, I don't know, just there's something about something about it where the resilience is like very inspiring to me. And it really like honestly got me through a lot of really fucking hard times in my life. Just even like all I had to do was just like think about it or like go back and watch like, a clip on YouTube. Like, oh man, it's like it it it, it, it really sucks. It, it, it's an absolute fucking tragedy that um, he passed away. Um, uh, it, like it really is like very very upsetting to me and I, I and I I was even on Twitter like seeing a lot of people who were just like this is like shockingly bothering me and just a lot of his peers in the industry were like pouring out like this is ins- I can't believe this is happening like how how old was he he was only fifty four and it had it was a freak it was a freak thing it was a like he it just. I uh, got his aorta ruptured or something strange like that. It just happened and he, it was just over, you know? <clears throat> um, and it's like, God damn it. it, it and I want to write I'm, I'm rambling now, but it's, you know, again, my key to the city goes to Kentaro Miura for uh, the work he's put in the joy that he's brought people and like the inspiration that, uh, you know, that came from the story. It's like, yeah, it's a sick fucking action fantasy but also like yeah like it really has meant a lot to me uh as a human being uh so it's it's very sad um if you haven't read berserk uh it's worth checking out for what's there um and i think he's done some other stuff other shorter mangas as well um and if you look at any pretty much any manga list that has like a data like my anime list or whatever has a database of top series I'm willing, I am I Berserk is pretty consistently at the top of every list. So uh rest in peace. Key to the city. Okay, if I can go I'm next. <laughs> Luke, yeah, top that. You can. Yeah. Uh not exactly going to top it, but it's similar not in like a not sad way and like a person not actually dying way. Normally but, they're not. It, yeah. Yeah. But uh the Venture Brothers is getting a finale movie. Thank God. And again, I know, I've been a fan of, honestly, I've been a fan of Venture Brothers about as long as I've been a fan of Berserk. And they had both gone on hiatus about just as long. So I'm glad to see that coming back because when that show got canceled last year, I was so upset. Not to this level. I mean, I was like, you know. Oh, yeah, me too. Like, I, I was I was one of the people who was like posting on like spamming Adult Swim and shit. Like, I never do crap like that because I don't think it's stupid. <laughs> but mm-hmm. with the Venture Brothers, like I wanted to it to come back, and like I'm glad they did the movie because that's what I've always wanted. Like because they kept like like you said, like you can't even call it hiatus because they're working on like it would be three years between seasons at least, sometimes more. Yeah, yeah, but uh, like they were working on it the entire time because the entire series was always written by two people. Only w- a single episode was written by a person that wasn't one of the two main creators. Mm-hmm. And so, like, so, yeah, I would always worry that the quality would dip and it never did. But I'm sure at some point it probably would have. And I'd always want to like, OK, I want them to keep going. And then I want them to do a movie that ends everything. And I'm glad that they, they've basically confirmed that the movie is going to end the series. We're not going to try and, like, get another season of something going. We're just going to end it. I, and yeah, I, that, I feel like that's an appropriate route. And also yeah. in the same vein to add on to that, Luke. 
uh, Metalocalypse is getting the same treatment. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you ever watched that, but that show, I, I love Metalocalypse. And it had like a story to it. And it was actually pretty good. Um, that's a yeah. fucking awesome show. And then they all, at the same time they announced the Venture Brothers movie, they announced the Metalocalypse movie as well. And people have been like, that is the one, like it got canceled, like, I mean, maybe like five or six years ago. People like everything adults would post to be like at least one response of like, bring back Metalocalypse, bring back Metalocalypse. Right, right. Every new show is like, bring back Metalocalypse. Bring back Metalocalypse, but make it 30 minutes again. Because it was a way better 30 minute oh, yes. show than it was a 15 minute show. Ah, uh, yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Well, also, uh, they, they kind I think of they, got they their ending the movie, the the rock opera. I don't know. Or no, I've, I think Doom I Star. But I, I feel like it wasn't. I, I'd have to go back and watch it. But I remember it didn't feel like conclusive, if I recall correctly. It, it, it was definitely like a plea for more episodes because it came out like a couple of years after the they'd stopped airing the show. Oh, and the chat is remi- reminding me as well. There's an Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie coming as well, which again, there already was one like back in 2007 that came out in theaters. And that's not a show that has a plot. And I, yeah, I don't really think... I Aqua mean, Teen like, Hunger I, I Force like is Aqua good. Teen, I like Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I still watch the old episodes, but I'm not... I can't really get excited about a new movie. I don't give a shit about the movie, but I, I do love the show. It's, yeah. it's pretty funny. But yeah, I'm glad that uh, Venture Brothers is getting a, another season that Doc and Jackson get to end their series. Hopefully it feel their the movie feels as good as Operation Prom did, which is what I always felt like if anybody who's a Venture Brothers fan, I'm sure you know uh, what Operation Prom means, that episode that that felt like, that was like a, a longer series one, right? ender. Yeah, that was like the end of like the third season, third third or fourth season, but it was a very yeah, satisfying those, like, hour final specials episode. once in a while. Oh, the specials were good too, like yeah. From how well all that in Gargantua 2 was, which was basically a Venture Brothers movie, like a short movie because it was only like 45 minutes, 45 to 60 minutes. But these guys can write a movie and they can make a movie and it's going to be good. Like, it, it, like I, mm. uh, I, I'm glad theaters are suffering because I hate going to movie theaters, but I would go see this movie in a theater, even though I know it's not I honestly, I feel theaters. like if I had to guess, it's probably not going to be uh in theaters i I have a funny feeling these are all going to be like straight to hbo max or no it's definitely not they they've said they're going to release first they're going to release uh digital uh, like they're going to release it digitally and physically at the same time and then after like a month or something it's going to be available on hbo max i think 90 days so like three months is what they said okay cool cool well I'm, i'm i'm excited for that yeah me too Right, that's my key to the any city. Car- any uh, any cartoons you want to talk about? Grant? Yeah, my key to the city goes to the government that gave me a like a near a damn near three thousand dollar tax refund. Damn, lucky! You. I haven't I haven't gotten a tax refund. I've had to pay the government more money on Gosh. top of the gov- on top of the money that I already gave the government. I had to give them even more of that money. Ugh, they said, I "Hey, this that money that you sucks. gave us, it's not enough." And so this time they were like, hey, you gave us too much. Here's your money back. And I'm ecstatic. That's I mean, that's always a fucking plus. Man, it's like it's a lot. It's it's a fucking lot of money. So thank you, the government, for giving me my money back. Although I, I, I hate to say that it's mine because they print it, you know, and they yeah. control the inflation. Well, the Federal Reserve controls the inflation. But you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you for that you know, I, and literally nothing else, government. 
Yeah, some Raul in the chat says a cop giving praise to the government. Joker emoji. <laughs> but the whole cop thing is a satire. <laughs> Let's not get this started again. Not not a funny one either. Smart. <laughs> uh, d- yeah, exactly. Um, do we have a word of the week? What's uh, I guess I mentioned this yeah, one, yeah, and I don't. This has been on the list for a while. I don't think we've done it, but yeah, I'll it has say like it, three question marks. At the end. <laughs> I'll say it to get it off the list, and we might we might have done it. But the word agitprop, um, for the life of me, I can't remember the exact dictionary definition, but basically any agitprop is basically any type of media and usually within a propaganda sense, agitation propaganda, obviously, where it's like you, you create it to agitate people and to irritate people. And that's, you know, argumentatively, that's sort of like what a lot of news articles and, uh, you know, news articles and commercials and shit like that do nowadays, or at least it's like a, a newer form of it where it's like the way that they get you to interact with shit. It's like, hey, is Shrek to, sucks. To pester the fuck out of you, you know, in the same way that, you know, back uh, they they would say like, uh, oh, they uh, people in the 50s would make these uh, these videos saying like, oh, those these communists are going <laughs> to they're going to walk up to you. You're going to be eating an ice cream cone. They're going to take it and they're gonna shove it in your face you fucking idiot and you're gonna be like i hate communists because they i don't know anything about economic systems but they're gonna take my ice cream cone and shove it in my face i don't want that that. would suck that'd be terrible i hate communism it's the same thing but this time they're trying to sell you pepsi i I will say you've never seen like uh soviet propaganda cartoons those are really cool i haven't but they sound cool yeah they're all like there there was a big like uh animation became kind of big in the soviet union but they kind of basically had to do nothing but propaganda cartoons <laughs> they used to play them on ISC like, really all the time back when they would play movies can, yeah i think lenin himself said that uh like the cin- cinema yeah get it you know what just leave it there <laughs> it's better than what i was gonna say fuck everything um speaking of fuck everything um plugs not really the best uh speaking of definitely not fuck everything luke uh give us some plugs where can we find you on the social media plug your podcast again do all of that stuff give us your your pitch your elevator pitch as they call it well i'm one of the uh co-hosts of uh podzuki which is a kaiju podcast as we wait wait luke and i i'm gonna i'm gonna stop you right there real quick oh you say elevator pitch is luke if you can throw in some elevator music here while uh uh, Luke plugs his uh, project. Thank you. Uh, go continue, please, yeah. Luke. I'm one of the co-hosts of Podzuki, which is a uh, kaiju podcast, though a lot of times we just do whatever the hell we want because we've done Wishbone, the PBS show Wishbone before. But it's a lot Classic of fun. Series. It's, uh, Classic kaiju. Yeah, it's me, Brandon Kirkman, and Martin Felschman. It's uh, really good. We're hosted by Machine Culture, which hosts a lot of other really good podcasts, and they're a great company. So you should check them out. And uh, I also have an Instagram uh, called Flip Cooks. Flip Cooks. F L I P C O O K S. Where like I haven't been keeping up with it too much lately, but I did post something just the other day where it's just me like things that i i may cook by tra- profession and it's just things that i make at home things that i'm experimenting with things that i'm trying to get better at and uh 
Yeah, as of right now, that's all I can talk about. I've got a few other things I'm working on, but I can't really talk about them right now. But okay, uh, cool. Yeah. Well, uh, when, hey, when those things happen, Luke, we'll have you back on to talk about. Oh, them. definitely. Hell yeah. And I want to give a thank you to uh, some new patrons we have this week. Uh, again, patreon.com slash thought cops. You want to support the show it goes a long way. Uh, I did not get $3,000 from the government like grant here. So, uh, hey, it was my money. That's true. They gave me my money. That's back. true. It's, it's his money and he needs well, it now. I Kevin, open that window. Open that window right now. I don't think so. I'm going to scream. <laughs> I'm going to scream directly out that window. Well, let me I'm give a thank you, you remember to the you folks know the who donated to us. Oh, hell yeah. I I can never scrub that from my brain, no matter how hard I try. So patreon.com slash thought cops. New patrons this week. I want to give a thank you to Chantel Montgomery Burns, R. Cruz, and uh, that's like a third one here. I want to make sure I'm pronouncing this right. Yeah. Asterios Coquinos. Coquinos. Yeah. Huh. Fascinating. Weird name. Thank you. I started. Yeah, thank you, yeah. Uh, Mr. Kokinos and everybody else. Thank you all for uh, the, the patronage. You make the show what it is. Truly. Wouldn't be here without it. Indeed. And uh, like I said, you get to uh, get the bonus of coming into uh, we get Fire Bros. We got a whole bonus show. It's a lot of fun. Uh, $2 a month. And for $5 a month, you can hang out in the video stream with us, which is always uh, a big old blast. You know, we're having a blast like Bomberman in here. Yeah, and it's a good time. You can hang out in the chat. Tell us we're wrong about stuff. Correct us. Hey, say uh, it wasn't Fishtail. It was Shark Tail. Uh, I argue with you about what the first DreamWorks movie was. Uh, a lot of fun. Um, but without further ado, let's get to the final segment of the show. Voicemails from our wonderful listeners. Give us a call. 312-788-7361. Or you can always send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail dot com hit it this is the discord news for this week bringing you all the news worth reporting from the virtual streets of neo chicago there continue to be more and more memes to indicate the day of the week Soon enough, we won't even need calendars. <laughs> In hashtag outrage, Starlet Alpha and 688 Attack Sub had a long and fruitless argument about the merits of right-to-repair laws and warranty acts. When the argument got heated and both parties realized that they wouldn't come to a common ground, they apologized to each other, which was met with disdain by other members speculating the whole affair. <laughs> oh Later that God. night, 688 Attack Sub posted a video of Donald Trump hugging and embracing what appears to be the Discord server's members. We're getting a correction <laughs> no. right now. Those were, in fact, mentally no. disabled people. Oh in hashtag God. visual media, Kevin shared the comedy blog he wrote before starting the podcast. Check it out at swearwords.wordpress.com. <laughs> Swear we worlds, wonder if all worlds. those WordPress plugins are being kept up to date. Swear worlds. Also in hashtag visual media, Fendibles and Realtree shared a new shirt design. Mm -hmm. Our first impression is that it's definitely gas. And now to our <laughs> right. final segment of the show. Sports update. Oh my god. The Here tables go. have been turned quite literally on season 19 with the introduction of turntables. Oh my this god. This modification turns any win earned from a non-loss into an unwin. <laughs> this means that and but at this point and anyone could take home the championship. Also, fries are now available in the concessions. Oh, okay. This yeah, week's sister news has been 
presented to you by Garth Yosef and IO Static. More confusing. I know less about sports than ever. <laughs> Each week, I don't know what I don't know what this is already, and I know even less. Right. Wait, that that was like a real thing. It's like some. I I have no idea. Google Splorts, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> to the next one. Hello, Kevin. Anime Serbia is right. You do have a good stand-up comedy voice. What's the deal? With- and Grant, you have a pretty good voice too. Hey, thanks. You have a you have a good deadpan delivery style. Thank which you. Which I enjoy. It gets me in trouble sometimes. But do you guys like your voices? Yeah, that's fine. I don't really like my voice, but, um, you know, it's unique, so that's something. They just talk kind of different than you and I. It's uh, truly. Anyway, that's it. Uh, also, why do people keep saying that Grant is gay? I don't know. He's not gay. Uh, he likes women, too. Jesus. Great. All right. Um, do I like my voice? Uh, I I mean, I don't hate it. I, this is how, I, you know, I, I, they say that everybody hates their own voice. Everybody hates listening to themselves. You know, oh, you want to listen to a voicemail back that you were on. You hate it. I am well past that. Obviously, at this point, this is not my first podcast. We've done over 200 episodes of this podcast. I have heard right. my voice at nauseum. Uh, I think I sound. Oh, I, 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 I would say my my one complaint with my voice is I think I sound a little more nasally than I would like sometimes. That's true. Yeah, you do. Um, <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, I, I think if I could say something positive about myself, my voice, I, I think that I have nothing. Yeah, my voice, I think, is good. It, it's like not great, but it's it's fine. Kind of Microsoft Sam ish. It's it's whatever. It's good. It's it's OK. It's decent. It gets the job done. It gets the job done. That's that's better than anything else. You know, I love the sound Luke, of my voice. Uh, as as a fellow podcaster, when you listen back to yourself, uh, if you do, I, I don't know. Everybody does go back and listen to it. How do you feel about your voice? I like, uh, I really like the sound of my own voice. That's why I like talking so much. And also, like I, <laughs> I've always like my entire life, I've always like done like cartoon voice and stuff, or tried to recreate voices I've heard in cartoons and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, like, I used to do that, too. And, like, there are times when, like, you will hear your voice and you think you sound one way, but then, like, oh, God, I must have been having a bad day that day. But I am very cognizant of, of my voice. And I find that uh, after years of practice, like, when I was younger, I didn't like hearing my own voice. But after training myself enough time, I think that uh, I do like the sound of my own voice now. And I do listen to Podzuki a lot of times, like, Typically, like, the only time... Just that good. Yeah. I'm usually, like, I've had a few drinks when I'm listening to Podzuki. Yeah. But, yeah. Separate yeah, yourself I'm fi- from I'm fine with my own voice. and recording it. Yeah. You know, um, now that I'm all vaxxed up and it's, like, it's safe to do this and I won't die from doing it, I gotta start, like, licking doorknobs and stuff again because, like, anytime I would get a cold and it would affect my throat, People would be like, oh, you just sound like cooler now. I know. Same for me. Like sometimes I like how I sound when I have a cold. I'm like, I sound kind of badass. When we start doing live shows, everyone come and cough in our faces well, so the, we can get sick. I don't know if you, if you saw the pictures, the, ve- or the venue has these yeah. uh, shields in between a bunch of seats. Damn it. So you well, can go ahead and peek around those and yeah. no, just don't do not do that. They'll, cough into our faces. We would like to be invited back. So lick your doorknobs at home folks speaking of voices 
And good evening, Thought Cops and Thought Cops audience. Once again, it is I, Leo the Incredible. There he is. Voicing into this wonderful program to wish all of you a wonderful, healthy, and great Thursday. See, talk oh, about you. a great voice, by the incredible way. Yeah. Thursday. I'm back. As you can tell, I've got the boisterous voice. I've got the cadence of a god. <laughs> Gentlemen. My health is restored, and I'm glad to be back. Did they team up? Unbelievably, I must have been under some kind of spell, some kind of induced trance from the pharmaceuticals I was taking. I left a voicemail that, uh, dare I say, I uh, came off as somewhat effeminate. Um, <laughs> oh, is that what you think? It just wasn't me. <laughs> it, it, it was lacking bravado. I mean, compare, compared to this. There was even some dead air in there, which is simply unacceptable. So I apologize to That's you boys as well fault. as your audience. Nonetheless, two minutes is all I have, so let's hurry up and move on to the thing that matters the let's. most. The one thing I always call it about, the one thing you always look forward to, yep. and of course, is Grant's Adventures in Paper Mario. They need not be told. His conquering of level six has already been stated. The last thing that needs to be done uh -huh. is the conquering of the game itself. Uh -huh. That would be chapter eight, which means he's already beat chapter seven, which means I forgot prior. So I meant to say seven. So we're on to level eight. And level eight contains the Koopa Patrol, the Hammer Bro, the Magic Koopa, the Bony Beetle, the looking, Bombshell Bill, the Longest Blaster, the Dry Bones, the Anti Guy, the Dupla Ghost, and the Junior Trooper. Grant, I demand their heads, all of them, all right. severed from their shoulders, planted in the grounds of the Mushroom Kingdom, that they may sprout up and have more mushrooms grow from them. Anything less is, is a failure in the game, and you should not be allowed to finish it until those things are done. Uh, Kevin, okay. give him a stern look right in the uh, eyes and let him know that there's nothing less that needs to be done than what I had just said. Give him a firm man nod, one where there's an expectation of excellence. And that, my friends, is my voicemail today. Kevin, Grant, love you fellas. I hope thank you have you. a wonderful weekend, and I hope your oh, future thanks. live shows are successful. Oh, thank oh, you. Hey, thank thank you. you. Have a great day, guys. Oh, wow. Thanks. Thanks, Leo. That, also that voicemail me, was I, incredible. I forgot that uh, last week he did say I owed you a six-pack. Yeah. Uh, which I do. I, I will get that to you. I, hey, uh, just do some sit-ups. Okay. Well, it'll take me a little longer to get it, but... I'll work on it. Yeah, same. Well, uh, yeah, thank you, Nico. Um, and again, we uh, we have a bonded over Berserk. I actually borrowed her copies of the whole series uh, over the last summer when I was reading them. So, uh, her copies of manga are a library. They are that unto themselves. <laughs> it's good to have a friend with a manga library. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, again, uh, awful. Uh, tragic news um but she says why couldn't it have been woody allen famous famous for the movie ants yes. dreamworks first cgi film uh in traditional uh classic berserk fashion um maybe you're familiar with this grant have you seen that uh that red it. egg with the face on it i'm no. sure like, i'm sure if you looked up the behemoth from berserk uh you've probably seen him posted in the discord or whatever if you hold that up and you make a wish 
And it seems, you know, on its face, like a good idea, but you might just, you know, I want to, you know, might just be hell on earth. No, I haven't seen this. Um, oh, maybe once. And you say to yourself, uh, I, why couldn't it have been Woody Allen? On that note, thanks, Luke's, uh, thanks, Luke's for yeah. multiple Luke's. Thank you. Thank you, thank to, you. to the one thank Luke you. that called in. Thank you for calling in. I'm Luke A, not Luke appreciate, B. Appreciate your presence. <laughs> Always, uh, I would say always, we haven't had you on the show before, but it will always be a pleasure to have you on the show now and again yeah. in the future. Thank you. Uh, listen to Podzuki, everybody. It's a great show, again, with three phenomenal hosts. You've heard them all on this show. Uh, Hear them all again. Yeah, go ahead. Check it out and check out yeah, our collect, episodes, too. Collect you know? them all. Uh, it's a good time. Uh, again, you can donate to us over at patreon.com slash thoughtcops. Uh, leave us a voicemail of your own 312-788-7361 that's free or you can send an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com that's also free thank you for listening we'll see you next time see you space cop (laughs) 